0: Hello friends, this is Matt, and this is Something From Everything, a podcast about embracing meaning and discovering wisdom through telling better stories. And this story, this story in particular has been hanging around, developing, percolating for a while now, and this is a story about writing. Which is, I admit, incredibly specific, isn't it? What if you're not a writer? Does this episode hold anything for you? Yes, please stick around. And writing about writing, let me also admit, is audacious. What can I legitimately say about writing that hasn't been said before, and much better, by those more intelligent and accomplished than myself? Not much. But I've brought along some much older and wiser words than my own in this post. And those words speak to the creative process. That wild, living encounter. That thing that seems almost otherworldly and yet is incredibly grounded in the world as it really is. And that combination is so rare, so elusive, and so, so valuable. This one is called The Work Ascribed to Spirits. I hope that you enjoy it. I just feel like If I stop pushing this boulder uphill for a second, it's going to start rolling back downhill again. Maybe even run me over. There is a delicate balance to sharing with strangers on the internet. This comment was entirely too honest for comfort. The Addressed group was an online writing community, and a good one. Some online creative groups are merely thinly-veiled self-promotion machines. But this group, they celebrated each other's accomplishments, gave feedback when invited to, and twice a week wrote together separately over video in silence, excepting for the occasional rustle of papers or laptop keys tapping in the background. And occasionally, we aired our uncomfortably honest frustrations and disappointments with our creative endeavours and the success, or lack thereof, we found in them. I just wrote this great piece for a local magazine, he continued. For a few days, I had big increase in traffic to my website, even a few signups to my newsletter, but a week later those same traffic numbers were down. Now they're the lowest I've seen in over a year. I mean, does any of this have any momentum if I stop pushing, if I'm not constantly selling myself? There are a lot of murmurs of agreement. That one hit close to home. It would be one thing if our entire collection of writers were simply novices lacking the necessary experience, skill, and discipline to create something worth reading. But this was a talented group, littered with notable accomplishments. Many of them had written articles regularly picked up by well-known websites and print magazines. A few of them had written novels distributed and produced by respected publishers. A handful were creators of top-ranking podcasts, and at least one had quit their day job to pursue writing and creating full-time, And though they might be hungry or even malnourished, they insisted they were not starving. Many had received various awards that all said, in essence, It's good. You're good. Keep going. By multiple metrics, many of them were successful writers. But these success stories didn't feel very successful at that particular moment. A week later, another successful artist posted online about a recent windfall. I just hosted a book signing and meet and greet at the largest bookstore downtown in Vancouver on a Saturday. My publisher was so excited. I was so excited. I was there for four hours. I sold three books. What am I doing wrong? Even the greatest writers of our time don't seem immune to this disappointment. In her seminal book on writing, Bird by Bird, Anne Lamott reveals that after her first book was published, she disappointedly realized that it seemed that I was not, in fact, going to be taking early retirement. She then explains that similar expectations for fame and fortune would be repeated and dashed with the publication of many of her subsequent books. This disappointment is also hardly the sole possession of writers. Some form of, what am I doing wrong?, has likely been asked by every single person in all fields of creative work, especially after some encouraging successes. We all look for that momentum to build. We all check our website traffic or total downloads too often. We all hope for that viral post, that golden opportunity, that windfall. We all prepare for the fanfare and fame. We all secretly dream of early retirement. We all want to be successful artists, but with each new and fleeting success, our frustration and disillusionment grows. Perhaps we've been measuring our success all wrong. Maybe we need a new vision for what the work even is. One of my favorite written works, Poem of the Woodcarver, a Taoist tale usually attributed to Zhuang Su addresses the complex relationship between creativity and creation, pride and prosperity, work and wonder. I'll read it to you. Hing, the master carver, made a bell stand of precious wood. When it was finished, all who saw it were astounded. They said, it must be the work of spirits. The prince of Lu said to the master carver, what is your secret? Hing replied, I am only a workman. I have no secret. There is only this. When I began to think about the work you commanded, I guarded my spirit, did not expend it on trifles that were not to the point. I fasted in order to set my heart at rest. After three days of fasting, I had forgotten gain or success. After five days, I had forgotten praise or criticism after seven days, I had forgotten my body with all its limbs. By this time, all thought of your highness and of the court had faded away. All that might distract me from the work had vanished. I was collected in the single thought of the bell stand. Then I went to the forest to see the trees in their own natural state. When the right tree Appeared before my eyes, the bellstand also appeared in it, clearly, beyond doubt. All I had to do was put forth my hand and begin. If I had not met this particular tree, there would have been no bellstand at all. What happened? My own collected thought encountered the hidden potential in the wood. From this live encounter came the work you ascribe to the spirits. The poem of the woodcarver does not fix or address any of the legitimate disappointments of my writing group or my own. Understanding the concepts of this poem will not increase readership, will not procure book deals, and will not increase website traffic or newsletter signups. It will not sell more books at book signings. And all of those concerns and hopes are understandable. I have them as well. But they are also secondary, illusionary, and even distracting. The poem of the woodcarver is a tale of singular focus. That is what both infuriates and intrigues me. I want to know how to see the bell stand within the tree and be paid and praised for it. I want to write the work that is true and transcendent and increase my web traffic and downloads. I want to write the novel and get the publishing deal. And these things, they are deeply entangled, but they are not the same. The master carver needed to forget about success, esteem, and even his own self for a time. There is a reason he fasts and does not enter the forest for seven days. It takes us a long time to let go of the wrong metrics. Fortunately, the poem offers us some much better enticements as well, even if they are more exacting and elusive. It reminds us that there are some works of art so sublime that they are both timely and timeless, natural and otherworldly. The poem asks, if we can only choose one focus, What will it be? How do we guard our spirit and not expend it on trifles, even if those trifles are good things that we really desire and work hard towards? Those few who have gone before us, who have revealed their own works of art, have the honesty and decency to simultaneously disappoint and encourage us. The work of creation is its own reward and that of incomparable value. Immediately after Anne Lamont warns the reader of the many pitfalls of publishing and chasing professional success, she assures the reader, publication is not all that it is cracked up to be, but writing is. Writing has so much to give, so much to teach, so many surprises. This is the work worth guarding our spirit for worth preparing for worth developing the site for worth stretching out our hand for maybe maybe we write that viral post and maybe we get the publishing deal and maybe we sell out every single copy we have on a weekend and maybe we don't but we get to experience and share that live encounter at the intersection of our preparedness and life's wild, hidden potential, we get the chance to reveal that staggering beauty hidden in plain sight. Something ascribed to the work of spirits. Well, friends, that is it. Episode 27 of the Something From Everything podcast, The Work of ascribed to spirits the music at the intro and playing now is all star by adrian Barringer, and at the end was looking for you by humans win all tracks are royalty free and purchased through storyblocks.com if you enjoy this podcast i'm truly touched and grateful i would love it if you shared it with a friend left me a review on apple podcasts or just drop me a note and let me know what you enjoyed You can read the full text of all of my posts at somethingfromeverything.com and you can leave me your email there and I can let you know whenever I have something especially noteworthy coming up. You can also follow this podcast and see regular updates by following Something From Everything on both Instagram or Facebook and occasionally I record video posts as well and you can see those on both Instagram and YouTube. If you're looking for even more podcasts to listen to, I have another very different podcast for you to check out. It's called Navigating a Resurrection, and it is a long-form conversation with people reflecting on how they put their life back together after a significant change. It's one I do with my good friend Ronnie, and it's a different guest each episode. It's a very different beast than this podcast, but I like it, and maybe you will too. You can find links to everything I've mentioned here in the show notes. And finally my friends i hope that you glimpse the wild possibility of creation i hope that you are both disappointed and encouraged by the knowledge that the work is its own reward and i hope you keep going and i hope the same for myself may we be audacious enough to attempt to create the work ascribed to spirits may we attempt and fail and attempt again that which is both timely and timeless ascendant and grounded. May we reveal the astonishing beauty hidden in plain sight as we all create something from everything. Thanks friends. Talk soon.